You may have enough leads, but are you any good at converting those leads into sales? That's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to make you all better salespeople. And I can't do that alone, so I've invited Leon Street to join me. He's a lead generation coach and the founder of Business Owner Elevation. He has a passion for helping businesses succeed when it comes to growth through marketing. And he has taken businesses from startup to their first sales, to six figures from a campaign, to seven figure results. Leon, welcome to the show. Lorraine, thank you very much. And thank you for your sweet introduction. My pleasure. I am excited because at my heart, I have always thought of myself as a marketer whose job it was to get lots of people in the door that I could then toss over the wall to sales. So I'm always happy mm-hmm. to talk to someone who's going to tell me, how do I do it better at my job so the salespeople are better prepared? <laughs> That's a, a great way to look at business. <laughs> and uh, I think if, if uh, a lot of business owners looked at business in that sense, um, they'd probably be a lot further along than they probably are right now. Because unfortunately, you fall into two camps, I find. People who are really keen to do marketing and sales or the other people who just want to do the service, provide the service and and get caught up in that. And therefore, that's where the problems with marketing and sales arise. Absolutely. So let's address both of those people. But Mm -hmm. let's start with people who think they like marketing, because they're the ones Uh, that are going to be more comfortable with this. Yeah. How do they generate leads that become sales? Cool. So what I'm going to do is give you a few steps that people can take. And a lot of this stuff might not seem so mysterious or not so common knowledge. It, it may come across as common knowledge, but it's, it, it's, I find a lot of people or very few put this into practice because they think they've done it already, but most people have skipped steps and that's what I'm going to give you right now. So the first thing that I teach and coach my clients around is understanding their niche. Yeah? In the UK, we say niche. But so if you hear me fall into niche, just know that it's just the the English way of saying niche. So um, you start with your niche. And what a lot of people get stuck with is they don't define it with two key parts, which is who and what. The who is the very type of person you want and the what is the problem that they have that you fix with your product or service. And to to make this very simple, with your niche, most people know that the who is, what are the demographics, age, location, um, it could be education. A big one is usually what's their personal income, or if you're doing B2B sales, what's their business income. And that gives you half of the picture. The second part, and which is usually the, the most important part once you understand the demographics, is what's going on psychologically with your audience. Yeah, And, and this is really identifying who. And the, psych, the psychology is something called the psychographics. You have the demographics or the logical attributes. The psychographics is what's going on emotionally and psychologically with the audience. And most people think, well, do I really need to know what's going on with them psychologically? Yes, you do around the problem that you fix. Because when people make a buying decision, they make it first with emotion. So if your message has no emotion, you're not going to get people to the end result. Because you've already missed the very thing that's going to get them engaged and interested. And so the psychographics, they can start with very simple things like 
what keeps them up at night? Like, what are they really fearful of around this problem? What is it creating in their life? Yeah. How is that manifesting into probably extra problems that it's creating with, for instance, if you were a person running your own small business and you have a, a family, perhaps there's expectations of your wife, your husband, perhaps you have to pay the bills, put food on the table. So if you if your marketing isn't really um, going the way you want it to, uh, you're overwhelmed, you've got slow lead flow and you're not converting, a psychological fear that I know my audience would be going through is the fact that they need to put food on the table and keep the roof over their head. And, and so for me, a lot of people shy away from that side of things because it's almost like impolite to, to have a message that even picks up on that stuff. And so what I tend to find is that when people are niching, they don't really go into it deep enough. And I'll share a very quick story, Lorraine. I was speaking to one of my clients this morning. She was on the group coaching call on Wednesday and she said, Leon, I just need a little bit of one-on-one -on -one time because I'm doing a 90-day review of my results. And she's a doctor. She's um, a Harley Street consultant. Harley Street in London in the UK is almost like the number one place that you go if you want the highest level of medical care. It's like you, you go for private care. So she's one of those types of doctors for natural fertility. So she says to me, Leon, something's missing about my message. And I said, I know what it is. And I said, but I need you to understand what it is. She comes from a place of already knowing what the solution is. So that's how she speaks. What she doesn't do is speak from the place where her audience are with all the fears and the emotions that they have right now, which is the very thing that will capture their interest because the person will say, you're speaking my language even in your marketing message. So for me, that's niching. Does, does that make sense, Lorraine? You know, that absolutely does. And as you were talking, yeah. I was thinking of, sev of several examples and I loved the example you gave with the doctor. I used to work with a lot of engineers who had the mm -hmm. same problem. They would talk about cadmium plated screws. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> and so the idea that you can get inside someone's head is really important because on paper, two people may look exactly the same, yeah. but you know, two guys married, both have children. Mm -hmm. One's got grown children. The other one has a second wife who just told him she's pregnant. He's selling the two seater Audi and worrying about yeah. college. There you go. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I know who my niche is. Yeah. And so. now what do I do with that to turn that into a sale? Okay, cool. So the next step, we've got your niche, we've got your niche. The next step is the what part of your um, niche, which is what's the problem? And so the fastest way to start is list all of the frustrations or the symptoms that the person ex is experiencing because of that problem. Yeah. And it's important that you at least get 10 because every problem will have at least 10 different frustrations or symptoms. Most people go thin on this step. Yeah. Now you're going to have a real idea of, oh, actually, not everybody will experience the same symptoms. It's kind of like what we've all gone through in the past 18 months with coronavirus. People have different symptoms for the problem, mm -hmm. which is coronavirus. Yeah. High temperature, uh, breathing, coughing, different things. Yeah. And, and your audience, as you say, they're all individuals. Some will resonate with some more than others. Yeah. So now we've really got our niche. Next step is what I call the transformation bridge. Yeah. And this is very simple. For that problem, now you expand on the frustrations that you've listed out. You need to identify the frustrations, the fears, the wants and the aspirations of your audience. Why? I'll tell you why. Most people are motivated by the desire of what they want. But when you speak about the desire, you must 
empathize through knowing their frustrations and fears so that they believe in your message. And here's what I do, it's very simple. Get a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle, a line across the middle, and you put your frustrations top left, your fears bottom left, your wants top right, and the aspirations that they aspire to once they're starting to get the results from your products or services on the bottom right hand side. Put 10 in each one of those. What have you got now? You've got 40 pieces of potential content, marketing material that you can put out to your audience because something is going to resonate with them. Yeah. And so when people say, I don't know where to come from my marketing campaign or what to create the ideas, now that, you have 40. That is brilliant. Just that little graphic of thinking about one problem. This is one problem that my customer has. That's and now right. I have 40 different things I can talk about. That's fabulous. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Most people are like, I can't think of three, never mind four. And they're like, wow, now it's so much easier. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, so I've got, I know who my customer is, and I've got these things in the mm -hmm. brief time remaining. Yeah. One other tip or one other thing I can do to expand on that. Yeah, so now that you understand what your message needs to contain, you've got to find out where your audience hang out so you can get that message in front of them, whether it's social media, whether it's offline. Um, the biggest thing right now, and this is a, a very quick tip, uh, Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, they're very active and the social media platforms uh, give you a lot more visibility in them. Search on Facebook and search on LinkedIn with a keyword related to your niche at the top search bar on Facebook and then filter by clicking on groups. There's an option where it says people, places, pages, and groups. Click on groups, and then you'll see all the groups that are related to your niche. Join those groups, engage, interact, put your messages in there. And then when people do interact, um, I'm gonna give you a very, a very short tip, but it's really powerful. Use something I call the hand-raising post on these social media platforms. And an example would be, hey, I've just created a video on how to generate 50 leads in 24 hours. Would you like a free copy of the video? Now change that to, I've just created a video on and whatever the solution is that you provide for the problem people have and ask the same thing. Do you want the video? And when a person says yes, now you can engage with them in their inbox. And then at that point, you've now got a lead that you can take through your conversation to book in a call with you. Brilliant. Leon, this was fabulous. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm going to encourage everyone who's listening to check out businessownerelevation.com so they can learn more about what you do and how they can grow their sales. Thank you. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to find other resources for your small business, be sure to check out the digitaltoolbox.club. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to